The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Bart Walker. Good morning to you. Welcome in. And I'll say this right at the beginning. If you want to be a part of the show and you have a question, the number to call, to talk, or text, you're in control there, just as you were on Swap and Shop, 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Our Rutherford County Mayor, Joe Carr, is with us this morning. Joe, did you have a good Memorial Day? I did. Um, I spent the bulk of my three-day weekend, obviously, um, thankful for all those fallen heroes who uh, gave so much for our freedoms that we take for granted every single day. Um, so we obviously did some of that, um, relaxed a little bit. I got to spend time with the family on the farm, um, enjoying the bees, got to do a little hive uh, maintenance, uh, spent a little time on the sawmill, which I always enjoy doing. And, of course, um, I've got the horses. So it was a nice weekend. It just didn't last long enough, Bart. Just family time together. Absolutely. That, Absolutely. That's, that's what some time off is. Yes. One of the big things that, uh, and, and you don't have too much time off for this one. I imagine this is keeping you busy. Uh, we've had uh, quite a bit of response, people asking about the property tax increases ahead. Uh, and, and I think people realize that uh, it's been a while. How long has it been since we've had a? It, I think it's been four four years, but... What I have done, and I've talked to um, the county finance team, what we've done is, and I've said this before on, on your show, obviously, on in other uh, mediums and venues, that what we've done since 2006 is that um, we've been kicking the growth can and how we're going to pay for the growth in this county down the road. Unfortunately, and I've said this before, but it's, it bears repeating, Rutherford County unlike other counties and the four municipalities within Rutherford County, does not have the same set of financial tools to pay for growth that uh, the cities of Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne, and Eagleville have, and county, other growth counties like Dixon, Williamson, and Wilson have, in that those municipalities, those counties, have the ability to uh, levy impact fees and, and or development taxes on new growth. Uh, Rutherford County... Um, doesn't have the opportunity to do that we attempted to get the state law changed this past general assembly to allow rutherford county those same set of tools so we didn't have to rely on the property taxpayer and the tennessee general assembly said no and that's unfortunate because that's an unfair and unrighteous burden on the um property taxpayers of rutherford county and i'm I'm all for growth. If if a county or city is not growing, then they're dying. So we absolutely need to grow. Now, I can understand how Murfreesboro might have that ability that the county wouldn't have, or Smyrna might have it, or Franklin, or Lebanon. Or, or, un- or Williamson County, or well, Wilson County, or Dixon County. Yeah. I don't understand how the counties, some counties can have it and some counties cannot have it. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. And, well, how and, did and you I, get to be the not one? <laughs> well, I, let me let me back up. So I, I I I understand why the cities can do it and the counties can't, but I don't agree with it. 
because the cities and the counties are dealing with the same exact same set of circumstances and how they pay for growth. But the counties have the burden of educating our kids. And over 75% of the county's budget is spent on educating children in this county. And the cities, only Murfreesboro City has a school system. Smyrna, Laverne, and Eagleville do not. Murfreesboro is not required to have a school system. There's no state law requirement. They just choose to, which is fine. And I appreciate their willingness to go K through 6. But after after sixth grade, those children, those kids enter the public system within Rutherford County. But it's the way the charters are set up within the Tennessee Constitution that affords some of that latitude. But those are measures that the Tennessee General Assembly could specifically address if they chose to. Why Rutherford County doesn't have the same set of tools as opposed to Williamson, Wilson, or Dixon County, as an example, is a result of a 2006 bill, a law that was passed called the County Powers Relief Act. And it was a solution in search of a problem. There wasn't a problem economically. There was a problem politically. And at before 2006, counties like Rutherford, had to go to the Tennessee General Assembly through private act to change their, to institute or raise a development tax or an impact fee. Uh, Speaker Jimmy Nafee at the time didn't like the fact that his members were having to vote ostensibly on development taxes or impact fees through private act. And so it was a political uh, outcry within the General Assembly at the time that necessitated, in their in their minds, this change. So what happened was, when this bill passed in 2006, the County Powers Relief Act, it literally froze in place all the private acts that were in uh, that were in effect at the time, and it stipulated that the counties could no longer pass uh, through private act any develop, new development taxes or impact fees to pay for growth, and it stipulated that you couldn't raise development taxes or impact fees unless the private act specifically stipulated that you could do so. So Rutherford County did not have an impact fee or development tax at the time that allowed the county commission to raise that development tax to keep up with inflation or growth. And so we were, we were effectively locked out. And the county commission in 2010, 2018, and 2022 has, on three different times, with unanimous votes, asked the Tennessee uh, General Assembly to allow us the same, Rutherford County, the same ability to raise or levy impact fees or development taxes, just like Williamson, Wilson, or Dixon County. And the Tennessee General Assembly has denied us that. So effectively, where that leaves us is the only way we have to pay for growth is through the raising of property taxes. Um, I hate it. It's not right. It's not fair. It makes me extremely angry because the, the problem is this, twofold. Number one, not only are we being disenfranchised, and I think there's a serious argument that this is a violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. I really believe that because we're held to a much different standard than other counties and other cities. So there's that there's that legal issue that I'm going to be pursuing. Uh, number two, but it's it's not just with relation to county to county or city to county, but 
we have some we have some fast growth areas of the county, like out in the western part of our county toward Rockvale and Laverne and Smyrna and those kind of Almaville. And then we have some extremely slow growth areas of the county, like the Kittrell area. And yet we're having by necessity to raise property taxes on the entire county. So the people in Kittrell are going to have their property taxes go up literally to subsidize the growth on the western side of the county for which they will receive no benefit. That's not right. And I'm all for growth. But if you want growth, you who need the growth and the additional services of schools, law enforcement, fire, EMS, you should pay for the expansion of those services that are necessarily required because of that growth. And so I'm, I'm more than willing to talk about that issue. Uh, I hate that we're at this place, um, but the people of Rutherford County elected me to fix problems, and this is a big problem, and I'm going to fix it. Well, now, with this being the problem, if you are buying a used home, mm-hmm. the impact fee would not hurt you, would it? No, it would not. This it's is only new it, property. Yeah, yes, because remember, remember, and we've said this on the show before, but this is so worth repeating. What is the purpose? And if I could get one thing across to your listeners, this is the this is the thing that I want the, the listeners to understand, if, if at all possible. What is the purpose of property taxes? It's not so government can buy stuff. I know that's the common understanding, especially by many of our elected officials, but that's not the case. The purpose of property taxes is to maintain and upgrade the existing services provided by local government. It's to maintain and upgrade the existing service offered by local government. So what does that mean? So if I have an undeveloped area of the county that is that doesn't have a lot of these services that the same that to the same effect that the developed areas have and I decide to develop that undeveloped area, I now those services we have we, we have a required expansion of those services. The expansion of those services should be paid for by the people or the development that's requiring the expansion of those services. And that's the purpose of impact fees and development taxes. And so it's very, very fair. It's very equitable. And that's what we're trying to. And I hope and it's and I hope your listeners contact um, your state representative and your state senator and say, you know, please allow Rutherford County in the next General Assembly session, which begins in January. Please allow Rutherford County the same set of tools that Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne, Eagleville have and that other counties have in paying for growth. So we do not have to have property taxes raised to pay for growth for which we receive no benefit. Yeah, I thought we were an equal opportunity nation where everybody was treated equally. Uh, what happened? Well, we are. Um, well, uh, but, you but, just said but, we weren't. <laughs> well, we are, we are in theory, but we let politics get in the way. And I'm telling you something. This 2006 County Powers Relief Act flat out just needs to be repealed. It just needs to go away because it was a uh, – it was a – problem it was a solution excuse me a solution in search of a problem it solved nothing economically as a matter of fact the state has already determined they've got no interest here in whether or not rutherford county has a development tax or an impact (laughs) well i will tell you what it is it's the legislature is 
um, is heavily influenced by strong lobbying, by special interest. And I served up there for six years. I know how this works. Uh, the Home Builders Association and the Realtors Association are extremely strong lobbying groups. And they are defending this their turf. And their turf is, right now, the property taxpayer of Rutherford County is subsidizing the home building community and the real estate community and with, with these property taxes because they're the ones opposing impact fees and development taxes in Rutherford County. Now, if the real estate people are for this, uh, explain this. Why They're, would this bit of, if you have a home that's 2,500 square feet right. here in Rutherford County, right. that adds $6,250 to the cost to how much you're going to be able to find somebody to buy that home. $6,250 more money. So why is that good for them? Well, the fact of the matter is, is it's good because if that's a new home, it pays for the expansion of those services that new home is requiring. Let's put it this way. When a developer wants to develop a series of lots or a home builder wants to build a new home, they are required by code and by law to put in electricity, have access. Before they even build, the, get a permit to build them, they've got to have access to electricity, water, sewer, and in many cases, high-speed Internet. They've got to have those things. But there is no requirement. And so those things, those the access to those services has got to be a part of the home. Well, I will tell you that when you get a, when you sell a home, that new home buyer wants also fire, EMS, law enforcement. They're not saying, well, I don't need law enforcement, and I don't need fire protection, and I don't need emergency medical services. They want those things at their door, just like they get water, sewer, and electricity. And all we're saying is, is those, those same services that are being required to develop that lot sh- should include fire, EMS, and schools. Now, that impact fee that we just quoted you is for the city of Murfreesboro. That's correct. The other municipalities have an impact fee also. Laverne has three, currently three impact fees. Smyrna has two impact fees. Murfreesboro is getting ready to pass an impact fee. And then Eagleville is studying to do an impact fee. And it's to pay for the expansion of services required as a result of new growth. That's all it's for. So if the county does not have an impact fee and, it does and, not. Cannot, and cannot have one, that's correct. it uh, looks like that keeps growth out of the county. I, I, no, quite the contrary. It, in, it encourages growth more than ever. As but a matter you can't of, pay for the, we can't for the pay, protection well, for the fire department? For no, that's why we've got to raise property taxes. We still got to we still got to supply the services, Bart. We're required by statute to require to provide schools to those kids in the county where there isn't an impact fee. We're still required by law to pro- provide law enforcement to those areas of the county that don't have impact fees. We're required by law to provide fire services and these uh, EMS services. We're required to do those things, but we don't have the law helping us pay for those things. So we have to rely on property taxes. And so the General Assembly says no. They went along with they, the folks. They, they said no. They said no, Rutherford County, you cannot do that. You can't do what Williston County's doing. You can't do what Williamson County's doing. You can't do what Dixon County's doing. You can't do what Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne, and Eagleville can now, do. Now, if you're in other parts of Tennessee, are they doing it in those counties? Well, yeah. And or is this strictly a Middle Tennessee No, it, well, it's primarily a Middle Tennessee issue, not exclusively a Middle Tennessee issue. But the reason it's primarily a Middle Tennessee issue is because of growth. If we weren't growing, this wouldn't be an issue. 
right? It's because of the growth. And a lot, what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, and this is another question I've asked. We have Middle Tennessee's growing more than, certainly more than West Tennessee. West Tennessee's losing population and more than East Tennessee. Why is Middle Tennessee growing? Has anybody asked? I mean, why why Middle Tennessee? And, and specifically, why the collar counties around Davidson? But even more the collar counties around Davidson, why Rutherford County more than the other counties in Middle Tennessee? And the reason is, there's two reasons, I believe. Number one, Middle Tennessee State University is an absolute juggernaut for economic development and wealth here because they've done a good job of attracting students. The students actually stay. Once they go to school here, they find jobs here locally, not just within Rutherford County, but in Davidson County, and then they stay. So MTSU is a flat-out economic juggernaut when it comes to the growth of this county. But the second thing is, is they're able to stay because we don't have the impact fees and the development taxes that other counties have. And so home builders find it economically very inexpensive compared to other counties to build homes here. And so the property taxpayers are paying paying for that. They're subsidizing that. And I just think it's time for growth to pay for itself. Past time. Do you think that some of these uh, special called sessions of the General Assembly, where the governor brings up other issues, will this one, could it be brought up? It, could, it would have to be written into the special session. So the governor and or the General Assembly would specifically have to write it into the special session. Apart from that, the answer would be no. So he's probably not encouraged to do that. No, I mean, let's, let's be honest, uh, and I'm going to be honest, you know, until the Home Builders Association and the Realtors Association understand, the statewide association, I would tell you some of the local groups are understand the predicament we're in. They live here too. But the statewide leadership of the Realtors Association and the Home Builders Association has, you know, got their foot on the back of too many Tennessee General Assembly members for them to move. And they're, they're, not, they're not impacted by what goes on in Rutherford County, so they don't care. So, and, once again, for people who have just tuned in, what kind of property tax increase do you think we'll have? I proposed um, a $0.26 cent property tax increase. Uh, currently, Rutherford County, and that was on per $100 of assessed value, $0.26 cents on $100 of, percent of assessed value. That's about 16% increase. Um, if you have a $450,000 um, mortgage on a home, which is the average price home in Rutherford County, and I might add, if at the average selling price of a home right now in Rutherford County, or as of January 2023, was $450,000, what people don't realize is that in two years, from January 2021 to January 2023, the average price of a home in Rutherford County went up over $150,000, from three hundred dollars to $450,000. And so the idea, uh, the, the realtors like to jump up and down about affordable housing and affordable housing, but you don't ever hear anybody talk about the $150,000 increase, especially when they're sticking 6 to 10% commissions in their pocket on the sale of that home. And so if literally the commission on a $450,000 home is anywhere from five to ten times greater, just a commission on the sale of that home is five to ten times greater than what we were asking for 
and for impact fees to cover the cost of services, and we were denied. So we're looking at $0.26 cents on a $450,000 home. You're talking about $24 a month additional um, in your mortgage payment. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be back and continue the conversation. What are your thoughts on the property taxes that are ahead for us, the increase, about a 16% increase? you have any thoughts on that? We'll be back. Our county mayor, Joe Carr, is our guest. Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. Find it at the ReStore, yeah. Welcome to the ReStore. What are you looking for today? Do you have any area rugs? We got it. And all of our lighting is 50% off here at the ReStore. Find it at the ReStore. If you need trim or molding, come on down here to see us at the ReStore. The Habitat ReStore at 850 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in Murfreesboro. Remember, we got it today, but it may be gone tomorrow. Find it at the ReStore, yeah. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat, and I like eating steak, where my wife will end up getting her salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves her salmon. It's one of those places that you can go. You can get pastas or chicken. You know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. For anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Are you ready? We're going to give away now that delicious banana pudding from our friends at the Slick Pig Barbecue. Head on over there for lunch or dinner today at the Slick Pig. 1920 East Main, here in the borough, the Slick Pig Barbecue. Happy birthday to Susan Carroll from your neighbors. Also, Buddy Sadler, your friends at church, say happy birthday to you. Karen Gentry is 62. Happy birthday from your family. Chris Crankshaw, happy birthday from your neighbors. Doug Flanagan and Abby Seitz. Happy birthday from Murfreesboro First Presbyterian. Wilma Henderson, happy birthday from Jocelyn Miller and the family. Evelyn Benefield, happy birthday from your friends. Pat Kajetsky, happy birthday from your family at Adams Place. And Veronica Hartman, happy birthday from the neighbors. Dana Lou Gross turns 75. Her son Chris says happy birthday. And Linda Lindquist, Happy birthday from your friends. Well, here comes that birthday fairy. Whatever name she lands on, that'll be the winner of that delicious banana pudding from the Slick Pig Barbecue. 
And let's see, coming to rest on Dana Lou Gross. Dana Lou Gross is our winner of that delicious banana pudding from the Slick Pig. To each and every one of you, happy birthday. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. We are focusing on Rutherford County this morning. Our county mayor, Joe Carr, is with us. And we're trying to get the real story, the inside stories. We're going to dissect it, pull it apart, and see what it's all about. Of the property tax ahead, 16% increase. Now, is this a for sure deal that that you're talking about? No, no, it's not a for sure deal. So we still have uh, this month of June. Um, I didn't realize when I... It's kind of interesting about process because I didn't realize when I was sworn out on September 1 uh, that... While I knew the county commission set the tax rate, I didn't realize that the mayor typically did not make a proposal with regard to how to fund his budget. And having been a CEO of a large engineering company and then uh, after that assistant uh, commissioner to TDEC, it was always my experience and strong belief that leadership, when you propose a budget, you also propose a way to pay for that budget. Well, I was informed that um, I'm the first mayor in some time that has not only proposed a budget, but proposed the way to pay for that budget. And I can't imagine doing it any other way. And so I took to the commission our budget for the year. And quite honestly, our budget for all departments held the same as the previous year, which is really a reduction in spending because we've had additional 10,000 new people come into the county in the last year. So we're actually on a per capita basis reducing uh, the budget, Rutherford County budget, with the exception of law enforcement. Uh, We've targeted SROs in the schools because of Covenant, uh, EMS because we just just need some additional medical emergency personnel so we can get our response down uh, lower, and also um, professional firefighting service. So those three departments are are growing only because of the significant need that we have and the fact that they've been ignored for several years. But anyway, so I proposed a budget, and then um, uh, the county commission uh, and I are working in a very cooperative way. Uh, they've tentatively approved the different department budgets, but now we're going to get into the meat of the matter and discuss how we're going to fund it. I hope they approve my recommendation because I think this. I think we just we need to fix this once and for all, and then look on finding methods of paying for growth going forward, other than raising property taxes. But we're trying to pay off a sixty-four million dollar deficit. Rutherford County's never had a sixty-four million dollar deficit. The previous record deficit was thirty-one million dollars the year before, and so our deficits are growing, and we have to pay our bills. We can't live on the credit card any longer. So, uh, my obligation is to pay for the deficit that's been accumulating for years as a result of growth. We can't kick the can down the road any longer. Our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty, and a concerned listener has sent us a text saying that uh, they're really concerned about all of this. She said that uh, people from California are coming in here because the prices are cheap, but we don't look at them as cheap. We see our home value going up, but we see if we sell our home, we can't afford to get another one. So the cost of living is dramatically going up, 
And for people to think that this is an inexpensive place to live, it's going to be just as expensive as California if we continue in this way. She's correct. And the fact of the matter is this is why growth has to pay for itself. I don't think we need to uh, stop the growth, but I think we need to tap the brakes just a little bit, Bart, because what we need to do is we need to make sure that especially those longtime residents of Rutherford County who have paid property taxes for years, senior citizens who don't have children in the public school system, that they're not burdened by growth for which they receive no benefit. And the reason everybody wants to move here from California, New York, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Oregon, Washington State, is because this is a great place to live. I mean, the values, the principles, the community, I mean, the secret's out. And, And quite honestly... As our country becomes more and more divided, which it is, you're going to see more and more people want to come here because they go, Rutherford County, Tennessee, is a great place to live, raise a family, go to church, work hard, and I'm not an outlier with regard to those kind of values where you are in California, where everything's woke, and we're just they're just going, I'm going to come here, and they are. When they come here, though, they just need to pay their own way when they get here. That's all. We had a note a while back that was on the weekend news from Rob Mitchell, who said that Tennessee is growing again, and this time we uh, have increased in size, and we're number 15 in the United States, 15th largest state we've surpassed. So, as a matter of fact, yeah, two weeks ago, I, I we sent out a press release. The I did uh, from the Tim, Tennessee Comptroller's Office. We are the fifteenth uh, largest by county, excuse me, state in the nation. We just surpassed Massachusetts. Rutherford County is the forty third fastest growing county in the nation and the fastest growing county in the state of Tennessee. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Rutherford County Mayor Joe Carr. Hello. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Mayor. I got a question. Yes, sir. Uh, in regards to this being on a fair playing ground with all the other counties and the municipalities, it's my understanding that the problem we have is our issue never made it out of committee to the full uh, legislative body. And the committee, which our rep, Tim Rudd, is on and spearheaded this issue, can you can you clear that up? So the the bill that you're referencing um, we ha- was sponsored by Scott Sapicki and Joe, Senator Joey Hensley, Representative Scott Sapicki and State Senator Joey Hensley. Uh, we had went through numerous drafts of that legislation. As a matter of fact, four different iterations. The final uh, bill, uh, amendment to the bill, came out of the Speaker's office, and it was a compromise, but it was a start point. Uh, it wasn't a final solution, but it was a, a starting point. And uh, the bill was defeated in subcommittee, a property and management subcommittee uh, in the House on a five to three vote. And you're correct that that opposition uh, was spearheaded by the representative from the 34th legislative district. And it's unfortunate um, that that representative uh, opposed it and not only opposed it, but was quite adamant in his uh, opposition to the bill, uh, saying that it was crony capitalism and it was uh, socialism 
And uh, if there's anything that's crony capitalism and socialism, it's the fact that um, special interest groups get to control the outcomes of legislation in the General Assembly that keeps Rutherford County from playing on a level playing field with other counties and other municipalities. And, and to add to that, it's, it's my understanding that this representative is also a realtor, which that answers a lot of questions of why he's against it. And thank you. Thank you for calling. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If you have a question or a comment, give us a call. Um, I think, you know, I think, you know, is I don't want to sound doom and gloom, Bart. I really don't. I think there's great opportunity here uh, because uh, the opportunity is I have received an incredible amount of uh, calls and emails, uh, not unlike what the last caller just shared. And there is a way, I mean, if you think about it, we've been living under this burden. We being Rutherford County have been living under this unfair burden since 2006 for 18, 17, 18 years. And we, and so we've been, property taxpayers have been challenged by, by this. And I think the Tennessee general assembly and our local delegation is starting to pay attention. And, I think there's an opportunity for us to change the law. And I think what, quite honestly, needs to happen is the Tennessee General Assembly just needs to repeal the 2006 County Powers Relief Act um, in its entirety. And by repealing it, we go back to the idea that counties can determine their destiny about how to pay for growth. I mean, the irony is here... And the representative from the 34th district was quite public in saying he doesn't trust the county commission with the uh, unfettered access to raise impact fees and development taxes. He just doesn't trust us to do that. Yet the Tennessee General Assembly has that authority. And if he if he were to think about his comments, the county commission already has that authority with the raising of property taxes. So it's not like the county commission and the mayor don't have uh, the authority to raise taxes as much as they want whenever they want. They have that ability without any interference from the General Assembly through the property tax rate. All we're saying is is that we don't want to use property taxes as a club to beat people over the head with regard to growth when they get no benefit from that growth. Moreover, I think it's also more than ironic that Rutherford County is one of three or four counties in the entire state that has a AAA bond rating. You don't get a AAA bond rating from being physically irresponsible. Rutherford County has been incredibly responsible, and we're, we covet that, that AAA bond rating. It's extremely important, especially as we go to bond with uh, Dr. Jimmy Sullivan's proposal over the next four or five years for $750 million in new school bond debt. We need a competitive bond rate. The AAA bond rating gives us that, and we're one of only three or four counties that have that. So for any state legislator to say that they're worried about us being responsible, that's an absolutely irresponsible statement, and it's not even, it's not even credible. Here's a question from a listener who's asking, with the AAA bond rating, you mentioned a few minutes ago that we were quite a bit in debt and we're late on paying our state our bill i guess is what were you saying there no absolutely i was not saying you don't get your you don't get a triple a bond rating you get laid on your bills what we were doing is, is we were running deficits in other words we were buying on the credit card and so we jeopardize our 
a credit AAA bond rating by continuing these deficits and having and not having a significant fund balance. And a, a fund balance is is just is a word for savings. Well, how much you have in your savings account? The state uses the term rainy day fund. The county governments use the term fund balance. It, it's essentially the same thing. How much have you got in savings? to pay for things in the event of emergency. And to maintain that AAA bond rating, you have to have a minimum of 30% in fund balance or savings. And right now we're below that. So that's part of what we've got to do. And just to show you how important a AAA bond rating is, in in the period of March of earlier this year when there was so much bank pressure, financial pressure on the banks, we had some banks going under, the – the flight to secure uh, bonds, uh, especially geo bonds, government issued bonds, was real high. There was a 30 day period where AA and AA plus bond ratings couldn't even sell their bonds. There wasn't a market for them. And so the only thing that could be placed was AAA. And so that's why it's real important. And as inflation grows in this country, and it is, the spread between AAA and AA growth. So this is, an, this is something absolutely we don't need. We need to be careful about retaining. And, and I will. I'm just I'm adamant about that. Here's a question from a listener who's referring to Mike Claussen being on WGNS last week from uh, Middle Point Landfill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he is saying that uh, things have been different since he's come into office. He's noticed that there were some areas that they made some wrong decisions on, and he said that we need to work together. He said he wanted to get with the powers that be and renegotiate the agreement and make it better for the people of this county. He said that they have money coming in, that they have a valuable piece of property, and we need to come up with a way to let some of the profits pay for schools and pay for different expenses there. I don't know if he's accurate or not, but that's what he said. Uh, well, you, what do you want me to say to that, Bart? I'm, I'm just trying to get your opinion. Well, let me let me tell you that. You know, uh, Mike Clawson uh, has my phone number. He has not called me. Uh, he's made it a point to call the county commission, some of the county commissioners, and give them tours, grand tours of the landfill. But he has not called me. Uh, Jamie Amick is Mike's boss. He's the president southeast of Republic Services out of Atlanta. The last conversation that Jamie Amick told me in my office back in, I guess it was November of last year, was that there was not a solution going forward between Republic and um, Rutherford County that did not include, and this is I quote, bringing trash in from Davidson County. That's a no-go. We are no longer, if I have anything to say about it, I mean, this is a stake in the ground. We are no longer going to be Middle Tennessee's trash can at Middle Point. Not going to happen. 70% of the trash that comes into that landfill comes from outside Rutherford County. We're done. We're past done. For 30 years, we've been a dumping ground. Not anymore. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Joe Carr. Uh, yeah, I just saw in the paper this morning the state of California is going to quit writing homeowner policies on houses out there. And, uh, you know, in Florida, if you live 100 miles within the coast, State Farm won't give you no insurance either. And I, I don't know where y'all remember, not about four or five years ago, <clears throat> when Mayor Bragg barred that, I think it was $200 million or $400 million, 
he said the reason they borrowed it because the interest rate was so cheap they couldn't turn it down. That's really not smart thinking to me. And uh, I want to ask you another question. This deal about the Candy Crush thing and the sheriff, the state has paid out over a million dollars because of his mistake. I was just wondering if you had any comment on that. I'll hang up and listen. So there was, uh, no, I don't have a comment. That is still under the court's authority. And um, as the mayor, uh, it would be extremely imprudent for me to comment on a matter that's still before the court. And so I cannot do that. All righty. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to get him calmed down now. He's got to take a tranquilizer. And we'll be back, and you can heat him up again. Our county mayor is our guest this morning, Joe Carr. We're loud. We're proud. We're blue. WGNS AM and FM, your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. The City of Murfreesboro is hosting a career fair on Friday, June the 9th. Alex Jones for the City of Murfreesboro. It'll be held on the Civic Plaza, right out front of City Hall, where you see the fountains and the pretty greenery. Over 30 employers representing a variety of industries will be at the upcoming career fair on the Murfreesboro Civic Plaza. We have healthcare, FedEx, fast food, even airlines like Southwest. Career fair, June 9th from 9 to 1, rain or shine. 9 to 1 on our Civic Plaza at City Hall. We're talking with Pat Wingo at Adams Place. I just thank God every night that my sons did the research and put my husband and I here because there's activities, there's great food, the people are awesome, the help, the staff is awesome. I thank God every night, and I'm so thankful for Adams Place. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adams Place. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Hi, this is Bob Cornell, pastor of Covenant Church right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The answer that you've been looking for is found in Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. You see, Jesus changes lives from the inside out. We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church located at 1124 Brinkley Ave right here in Murfreesboro. We have services Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can We're visiting with Jennifer Sanchez, manager of Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift at 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. You're not just walking into just a big warehouse. You're walking into rooms. We've got a media room. We've got a boutique room. We've got a vintage room, a furniture area, kitchen, all that. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift. Every day you go in there, I promise you it's changing. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift, 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Online at steeredstraightthriftstore.org. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Look for a blend of clouds and sunshine developing for this afternoon. Do pick up a chance for some scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid-80s. And for tonight, 62. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll, News Radio WGNS. 
Currently at 67. Money issues? There's someone local you can talk to. Financial Coaching Radio with certified financial planner Jason Qualls. Weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. We're in the final segment, just about five minutes left. So don't don't dilly dally. <laughs> yeah. If you have a question, don't wait until the last 30 seconds to call and then find out we're out of time. So, okay, let me follow up with something sure. that we were talking about before. Um, having said what I said, just because Mr. Amick said that there was no room to negotiate without them bringing trash from Davidson County into Rutherford County, doesn't mean that I won't reengage Mr. Clawson. So, if Mr. Clawson, Mike Clawson, the general manager for Republic Services at Middle Point, wants to sit down and have a conversation with me about what their future looks like in Rutherford County, I am all ears. I'm just, but I'm just telling you, the citizens of Rutherford County no longer want to be the uh, destination point for trash out of 34 counties, seventy um, percent of which is outside Rutherford County. So that's all. I'll be glad to stand and talk with him anytime. righty. so there you have it. And uh, uh, back to the property tax uh, increase. You said there still is a chance that that could be changed. Sure, because the uh, – thank you, because I didn't finish that thought. Because it's the county commission that sets the property tax rate. I made a proposal, which is the first time that a county mayor has made a proposal on the tax rate to fund the budget. But it's the county commission ultimately. Now, I have veto, uh, and I, but I don't anticipate uh, having to use that at all. Um, but I, so because up to this point, the um, conversation and the discussion between the mayor's office and the county commission has been very, very cooperative and um, couldn't ask for a better partner in trying to figure this out. But I've asked for 26 cents to do it one time to do it right. And but it's the county commission that will make that final determination on or before, on June 26th. And so it's up to the county commission at this point. Well, it's bef- everything's before the county commission, so we're going through budget committee, and then we're going to have hearings on it, on the tax rate, on the budget. Uh, so th- for the month of June, so for the next, uh, what, three, three, three and a half weeks, we're, this is going to be front and center before the county commission. But we, have, we will have a final decision on the budget, excuse me, and the tax rate on June 26th. That's our target date. We have a question here from a listener who says they're a senior citizen and they can't afford to pay taxes like this on a fixed income. Is the freezing of taxes still available for senior citizens? Yes, please contact Teb Beatty in the uh, trustee's office and Teb will be glad to uh, share with you how, how that works and if you're eligible. So please contact uh, Mr. Beatty. He does, he does an absolutely splendid job as Rutherford County trustee. Okay. Uh, now, on property taxes, does that uh, what would that do to farmers? Farmers are having a hard time already. Yeah, they really are, and that, that's just another example. Fortunately, you know, they get a, what's called green belt, a little bit of green belt relief, and so that helps. Uh, but still, you're talking about hundreds, in some cases, hundreds of acres. So the 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 assessment is very significant. And so, um, this again, this is why we're talking about 
impact fees and development taxes paying for growth so our senior citizens our farmers those on fixed income the working poor who or those trying to get into their first home this affects all of them and this is uh it affects renters it affects everybody and it affects everybody in a very unjust way because we are subsidizing the growth in this county with our property taxes, and that growth should pay for itself. And the Home Builders Association and the Realtors Association should join us in making it fair. When will the vote be taken as to what direction we go? With regard to property, I mean, with property taxes or yes, with the impact property. fees and development taxes? Well, it's all pretty much well, tied together. Not, not Well, it's tied together. but We, we they're, only they're, have about 30 seconds. Okay, they're related but separate. So the development taxes, impact fees, contact your legislator before the next General Assembly in January. The property taxes on or before June 26th. All righty. Our county mayor, Joe Carr, our guest this morning. When we see you next time, this will all be history. It will, Bart. Thank you very much. Have a great day. God bless. Stay with us. Much more to come. Right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS. WGNS.